Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, author of The Living Spirit, and my new book, A New Life Awaits, which just came out on Friday, which shares stories of spiritual awakening, spiritual communication, healing energies, miracles, and ways to understand life, especially now, modern-day life, with its many political, economic, and social challenges and emotional context. I am delighted to welcome Randy Tarrant, founder and CEO of Project Happiness and author of her newest book, Emotional Advantage, which provides insights into the lessons negative emotions have to offer so you may take control of your emotional life for transformation and progress. You know, Randy, thank you for being here with us today. And, and you know, most people don't want the negative emotions and don't realize, <laughs> yeah, how important they are in making us the person we become as we begin to know ourselves better. <laughs> so thank you for joining us. Oh, it's such a pleasure. It's such a pleasure. And it's true, people want to run from their negative emotions, right. not walk, run. You know? <laughs> but... but they are uh, they're missing an opportunity then (laughs) to clear up a lot of past uh, static in their life so yes we will we will talk about that randy as listeners of healing from within are well aware my guests and i share intimate stories and insights into the dual nature of physical and an end soul energetic life uh, and explore areas of self-awareness, self-realization, self-investigation as we learn to master our emotions and move from fear, trauma, or misconceptions, opinions, or beliefs that hold us back from re- realigning to higher vibrations or emotions uh, of a higher level, happiness, joy, and and those more positive emotions. It is in understanding the true nature of who we are and where we come from uh, that helps us make better decisions and choices for creating lives of personal growth, prosperity, and happiness. In today's episode of Healing from Within, Randy Taran will share ideas and techniques that may guide you to developing the emotional advantage of being aware, skillful, and resilient no matter what situation you face. As a producer of an award-winning documentary on the nature of happiness, working with George Lucas, Richard Gere, and neuroscientist Richard Davidson, and also working as a board member of the Dalai Lama Foundation, Randy shares thoughts on happiness habits, preventive medicine or wellness, and emotional resilience. Randy, I always love to ask my esteemed and special guests to think back to their childhood and remember a person or a place, an event, that may have made them aware of the values and lifestyle they would want to embrace as an adult. Because it seems to me the imprint of the heart and soul come into life with us and in remembering along the way who we are, we are able to find happiness, peace, and joy. So think back. Mm. What a wonderful question. Um, Well, two things come to mind. One was when I was, oh my gosh, maybe four or five years old, just looking up at the sky, um, 
we were sitting outside and you know how the days are very very long in the summertime so just peering at all the stars in the sky and I just I felt that communion that you know profound sense of uh, something more in life <laughs> yes yeah. something bigger something than more. and something loving that was around us an energy perhaps yeah. exactly you exactly knew, you and, knew there and was more i remember it still it was it was well so, that that, um, it, that is very funny you say that because at three years old i remember being in the catskill mountains lying on the grass looking up at the sky and crying and asking oh. why was i dropped here <laughs> because i was an empath and i I was aware of so much pain that others were feeling. I thought it may be mine, but I was too young to think that it was mine. I was just aware that this was this physical life was a very challenging place. So we had a similar experience. Yeah. I was questioning what they yeah. wanted me or what I was supposed to do or why I was here. <laughs> but but it's very interesting. Well, thank we, goodness you figured it out. <laughs> I did. We, a lot of people. We, we did. We did. We did start very early to, to know that we wanted to help people and let them know more about their soul life. I didn't know that at that time, but that's what we are, soul messengers and soul healers. So uh, let us go on to your book is called Emotional Advantage. And I love that title because our emotions are an opportunity to really explore this world and ourself in the best way. And it is an advantage. And embracing all your feelings to create a life you love. So what was it that made you start to think differently about emotions? Um, it's it's very interesting. Uh, well, when my teenager was going through, I wasn't, I wasn't even aware, but going through a, such a, a tough time, um, we were at the kitchen table and she said to me, Mom, I'm stressed out. I want to be happy, but I don't know how. So that, you know, you can imagine, it shook me to the core and every cell in my body wanted to like, can I help you? What can I do? Like, how could you not know about happiness, you know? And um, that began my journey into um, really a, a quest to find everything I could about this that what is the nature of happiness and how do we activate that um, in ourselves, in one another, uh, how does it ripple out and, and all of that. And basically I wanted to get some answers for her, but what I hadn't realized at the time was that I was looking for answers too. Absolutely. You know, I had always read yeah. books uh, you know, on whatever, spirituality and psychology and this and that, but this brought it front and center. You, you, sometimes you do for someone you, you love what you won't necessarily do for yourself. But you know, so many, yeah, many sensitive teenagers are experiencing that self-doubt. And what are they here to do in life? And how, how can they know themselves 
better. And I was experiencing that at three years old. That's what I was yeah. experiencing when I looked up and asked, what is this all about? What is life about? What is death about? What we were trying to know is understanding our energy, because everything is energy. Every thought creates part of our life. And we have to learn the game of life, not in the physical world alone, but in the world of our spiritual needs. And that's why uh, happiness for me is finding peace and purposefulness in life and sharing and knowing the truth of who we are. And that's what a teenager is asking for. And when they know that, it helps when they know themselves as a more complete being not just not just as a te- say say not just as your daughter or that she would be a teacher or that she would uh, marry and have two children you know those are all labels that we we assign ourselves in in living a physical life but that's not who we are and if we only focus on that then there is pain and the lower vibrational emotions. So we have to learn to move from the fear and know ourselves that we can have courage and do all this. So that that was very interesting that she she was able to express that at that age. She was the catalyst. I, I would say she, in many ways, was my teacher because then that opened up this whole uh, journey for me and. Um, the film and, and, and books and founding the nonprofit and all sorts of stuff that I would not have done. And what happened it was that my focus was more on happiness, positive psychology, neuroscience, mindfulness, all that wonderful stuff. But I noticed that in recent, you know, years, people were asking more and more about anxiety, about uh, depression, about fear you know, um, shame, all these things. And um, it was something that, you know, was begging to be explored. And not only in them, but in myself as well. Because I was always someone who was, oh, let's look on the happy side. What's the solution here, you know? But there's great value. There's such richness um, in uncovering those deeper layers of what we call the shadow side because they have so many profound messages and guidance for us. And Uh, that's how this book came about. Yes, and uh, I know that every experience we have moves us from some type of fear or unknowingness to a level of positivity or happiness or joy or knowingness. So no matter what's happening during our day, we are interacting with other people and having challenges and and having questions, and we have to overcome self-doubt and uh, look for more self-love and appreciation and gratitude for everything we are doing in any given moment. We don't have to be perfect. There is no perfection, and many people are looking for that, and that's part of the problem. But just we have to know, our listeners have to know, that we're always looking to go from a negative emotion to a positive 
emotion or feeling but we have to experience the negative we we can't just sh- shunt them away without thinking why it's ha- happening because it's happening for reasons that are not random that are part of our soul destiny yeah. and plan and we don't have to be afraid of it we it will pass every moment is a new opportunity to create something new and we don't have to wallow in the past either if, if there's something upsetting an emotion that that was hard for us or an experience that was hard for us all we have to do is not engage it and be in the present moment and create something new now this takes time and practice to get to the point where you can do this and be proficient at it uh, but it's well worth the effort as you know now what kind of research do you do? Are your findings based on neuroscience? And how can we use this knowledge to support happiness? Yeah, so um, uh, if we're uh, focusing on happiness, um, it is based on uh, positive psychology and on neuroscience, um, uh, mindfulness, uh there's so much uh, out there now that inspires, can inspire people to um, really uh, look at things in a different way. And it also has to do with the um, the merging of East and West. And, yes, and now very important. Basically, <laughs> yeah. And the science is reflecting what... Um, what was, from the well, East has yes, been well, right? well, yes, yes, absolutely. We can rewire the path pathways to higher awareness, and that changes our brain physically also, and functioning can be improved. You know, many years ago, I, I was given a reading uh, by a medium at Lilydale. It's a place uh, near Canada in upstate New York where mystics and people studying all these types of uh, science approaches and spiritual approaches to mindfulness and a mediumship and healing uh, go to study. And I had a reading from Reverend John White, and he told me my brain I, was being rewired to find ways past mm-hmm. the, the frivolous in relationships and to, to have stronger connections of love. And that's just how he described it rewiring and I wasn't quite yeah. sure it was just many years but ago that was ahead of that was a, a ahead of the time because all that you know research that word rewiring had now it's being used widely but perhaps it wasn't then no but the idea is that the the thoughts that we think and the actions that we practice can actually change the neural pathways in our brain and um and and we know that uh, that is so. It there, you know, it, it shows up in scans. It's been tested intuitively. We know that. Um, there's one uh, psychologist, Rick Hansen, who talks about um, a simple three-step practice to amplify your well-being. <clears throat> excuse me, while growing your inner resources. Mm-hmm. And this is part of rewiring the brain. So. Um, to share that, you know, you look for positive facts and let them become positive experiences. 
So instead of mindlessly jumping around, you allow yourself to feel the good right then and there. Take it in. That's a very important word you just said, feel. Now, most people are walking through this life. They're not awakened. They are numb to their feelings, and they are afraid to feel because perhaps they've seen other people have experienced that traumatize them, or they themselves have. But this is what mm-hmm. we're here on this planet to do, this life to do, to feel and experience all these emotions. And then we can see what works for us, what works best for what we're trying to do in this world or our life path or destiny, and, and, and to, uh, to just live more positively, more joyfully. Exactly. And that and that is happiness. That is it. Just yeah, fulfilling your life is. destiny it's so and being when you express it that way. Yeah, and being proud of being alive and having the life. You know, I don't think every soul has the chance to have this physical life. That's my own personal feeling. Uh yeah. so those of us who do are helping those in spirit learn. They're learning with us. They're involved in our progress, and we are learning from them. Those of us who are aware of their intuition and downloading information from spirit, as I do as a medium, and helping people to know their soul being through the readings that I give, uh, it's a wonderful thing to know the truth that we're part spirit and part physical so it's like you know all these we're in this together in all in all ways in all realms oh i like that in 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 all realms and in all ways that is very true now everyone at birth is given a spectrum of emotions so let's just say every soul comes in here with some things that they're trying to correct or, or improve in their soul life and some mm-hmm. some some emotions that they have improved and want to hold on to. So uh, which emotion did you find was the hardest to write about? Hmm. That is a great question. I think... Um, oh, I think... Uh, Fear. Well, I, I'd say all the, the the negative ones were big ones for me. Fear was one. Anger was really. It took a lot out of me to do that. Um, shame. Uh, I think you mentioned shame. Yes. Yeah. Guilt and shame were mm. big. Um, uh, a, a sadness was actually energizing. So um, the the good thing and. It might be interesting to just briefly talk about it. The good thing about guilt is that it brings you back to your core values, you know? So that is an yeah. opportunity right there. And shame is, is a wake-up call. It's very different from guilt. It's not, it's, guilt says, you know, I am a, I, 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 um, I made a mistake. And right. And have behaviors that correct it. Whereas, Shame is I am a mistake, and that is yes, that's so very not deep. our true essence. It's not our identity. It's not who we are. So that's a, an invitation to wake up. Mm. Anxiety, anxiety, which is a huge epidemic, is that is a true wake up call to make a shift. 
you know, that our, our, our mind is not recognizing the signals that our body is trying to give us. And there's an opportunity there to, to listen and to work with all parts of ourselves to intentionally make a shift. And, um, anger, wow. <laughs> it's given a bad rap, you know, because suppressing well, some- people. Sometimes these emotions are all right, as you said, because it's a wake-up call and you can realize you're at a level now where it's not affecting you any longer the same way. You've grown above it. So you you need these feelings. I mean, anger shows you what the catalyst. your core, yes. your core, you said core values. Yes, we need yes. to know our core values, our metaphysical, spiritual, energetic core values, which are honoring uh, the true nature of life, which is our goodness, our love, our compassion, our humility, all these wonderful uh, aspirations that we've forgotten about. Because we're too busy dealing with the anxiety and the pain and the fear and the shame because we've allowed that to infiltrate, impress itself on ourselves and remain there and not release it. So we've got to release it and to release it we've got to know it and we've got to see a new way to do something better. Now, I've never really... I've felt guilt and when I felt guilt I always apologize or... I ask God to forgive me for doing something wrong, but I've never felt shame. That's a real. Lucky you. That's a real. Lucky, lucky you. Deep one. That's a really deep, deep one. Now I had a client one day. I I I want to say this because I know there are people out there who feel shame and they didn't do anything and they don't need to feel shame. The other person created something. For them, I I one day had a client, and I, uh, as a medium and, and empath, I felt the shame and fear and sorrow and anger that this woman felt. And what I saw was in my reading a doll, like Raggedy Ann, fall down, and what and was so weak she couldn't get up. And then the client told me that was her, for she was sexually abused by her father as a child. And she mm-hmm. couldn't understand why he would hurt her that way. And for oh. the minute, my my heart stopped. I, I almost didn't know what to say because I felt what she felt. And it was really uh, like a lump in my throat. And then she felt shame for something her troubled father had done. And I just said to her, you're the... You're not a victim. You're the hero. You're the survivor. You have a family. You have a life. And and you shouldn't think of this any longer because that's the past. And every time you think about it, you bring it right in here and it, it lives again. So So it was his problem and the past is gone. But I think she, I actually helped her because I felt it. And she had never had anyone share that with her. But she actually used the word shame. And I didn't know shame that way until I experienced it through her. 
So, so we got to well, know. She's lucky to have met you. Um, Thank you very much. Is, but it, I it's want a to, very heavy thing. To it's carry. a very heavy, heavy thing. And I want to say to the people out there: if you have shame, usually it's because someone else did something wrong when you were a child, and it wasn't you at all. So. And you didn't have anyone to talk with about it. No, they never talk and, about it. They just suffer yeah. for years and years and years till a, some physical ailment usually comes out. Or so. But anyhow, I wanted I wanted to show people. So that emotion eventually was released, but it took a very 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 long time. Now, what authors or healers have inspired you during the creation of your book, Emotional Advantage? And tell us uh, what was helpful to you in any of their work or beliefs. Okay, I'd have to say Brene Brown, um, especially with the guilt and shame work. She is uh, um, renowned and a pioneer in this in this work. She was um, wonderful. Um, the work of Rick Hansen. Um, he wrote Buddha's Brain. Oh, um, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, that was fantastic. Uh, Dan Siegel, Dr. Dan Siegel, um, coined the phrase, name it to tame it. Mm. So that's another way of saying, feel it to heal it. Yes, you know? I like it. <laughs> Good, that's great. Okay, in your opinion, what makes the genre of emotions so special? Well, I, I think it's almost like we are given this operating system when we are born, which is our emotions. And um, it's, it's such a brilliant and profound way of collecting information and, and uh, filtering and processing that information so that we can uh, use it to grow our awareness. And with awareness, there comes choice. And with choice, we can um, activate intentionally our life and and also approach it from a multi-leveled perspective, like mind, body, spirit. But, um, you know, if we, if we are awake to saying, hmm, what, what is this message? I'm, I'm really... I'm feeling angry now, and I just don't know why. Well, what is it? Is it something has a boundary been uh, stepped over? You know, is it is it something that there's a social justice issue that goes against mm. your essence, your soul essence? You know, it's a wake up call to to recognize what is not in sync in your life. And with that, you can take the steps to, to, you know, to elevate, to bring it together, to do whatever work you would need to do to, to live more fully expressed and aligned. And you know what I mean when I say aligned. You know, I know what you mean when you say also anger can help you set bang boundaries and understand your core need i didn't think of that but you you you're probably right about that too i want to thank you randy taran author of emotional advantage providing a 
powerful way to discover how useful emotions can be in guiding us towards a healthy and productive life. And by the way, that is happiness, a healthy and productive life, no matter how long it is or how short it is. To read more about gaining insight into emotional states and what they reveal to us, go to Randy, R-A-N-D-Y, Taran, T-A-R-A-N dot com. In summarizing today's episode, we have come to see that all our emotions, all of them, good or bad, however you perceive it, are necessary and useful for helping us to be aware of who we are and what we truly need to live our best lives, resonating with love and connecting to our inner intuitive wisdom for being at peace. We have discovered that we often have hidden our feeling and may have experienced guilt or regret and hopefully not shame and may find that those times were the pathway to becoming more aware and aligned to life and discovering how we have the personal power to grow beyond the negative emotions and conquer fear, any limitation, make choices that ultimately bring us to a higher state of knowing and loving this challenging physical life experience. As Randy wrote, In this journey of demystifying our emotions, we have learned that there is a reason for every emotion to exist. Each plays a role in guiding us back to our true nature. The world preaches separation, lack, competition, and conflict. We are born in wholeness, innate peace, and full awareness. We can choose to believe we are not enough, or we can cut through the illusion to connect to the fullness of who we truly are. Each person has the capacity, no exceptions. Randy and I would encourage you to simply feel all emotions more deeply, as in this time of spiritual evolution, there is much trauma and drama being created, and we can grow more aware of the gift of life and spirit if we embrace all our feelings and find the opportunity for personal growth through all that we must experience to finally realize we are spiritual beings having a physical life and all is well. I am Cheryl Glick, host of Healing from Within, and invite you to visit my website, CherylGlick.com, to read about and listen to leaders in the visionaries and leaders in the metaphysical, scientific, spiritual fields of creative energy. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7.com.